Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Up In Your Business podcast brought to you by Mike and Mike here at Focus Forward Media. My name is Mike, I am your host, and I'm joined by my business partner here, producer Mike. What's up? Uh, so today we have a pretty exciting episode. Um, they are actually another company just like us. Uh, they're here uh, based in Providence, and uh, their name is House House PVD. You, uh, you may have heard of them. They do a lot of lifestyle videos here in Providence, uh, really involved in the culture, uh, and they create some really great content. So we're pretty excited to have them on here, Austin and Henry. Um, so it'll be really cool to hear from them. Uh, before we get into that, we are going to do our pre-production uh, little news articles here. Um, Mike, you go ahead. You go first. Oh, thanks, man. Hey, Appreciate it. Being a gentleman. All right. So uh, today, Monday, uh, February 25th through uh, Thursday, February 28th, the Mobile World Congress kicks off, which releases all the new cell phones and uh, all the new tech. Uh, 5G is supposed to be a big, a big like, uh, oh, I've heard unveiling about 5G. over there. Yep, yep. Last Wednesday, days before uh, the Mobile World Congress kicks off, yep. Samsung decided to debut a couple products out at a conference in San Francisco Yep. that showed the Galaxy S10 lineup um, yep. comparable to the iPhones and this new phone, which uh, I think is very interesting, called the Galaxy Fold. Fold. And it folds in half. It folds in half. It has a 4.6 inch display when folded, and then it unfolds to a 7.3 inch display. That's huge. Yeah, it's like a tablet in your hand. They're they're marketing it as a um a, a compact smartphone when closed and an expansive tablet when fully opened. It's got dual front camera, 12 gigs of RAM. What? Um, it's supposed to be a very available April 26th. And guess how much it is? Oh man! Drum roll: twelve hundred dollars. Try nineteen eighty. What? One thousand nine hundred and eighty dollars. Two that. Do you think someone's gonna buy it? Yeah, they are. I was gonna. People are gonna buy it. I, it I, doesn't matter. I didn't want to throw you under the bus here, but uh, Mike made a little switch to uh, Pixel a couple months ago. Yeah, maybe over a year I did, ago. I did. So I was wondering yeah. if the. Without the price point, of course, if price wasn't an option, would you test this phone out, even though it has no, no iMessage or nope. anything like that? No, nope, not anymore. So, yeah, if any of you have followed us, um, uh, it was actually almost a year ago. Um, almost a year ago, I switched to the Google Pixel. Um, only lasted a few weeks. Great camera. Yeah, incredible camera. But I couldn't do without the compatibility with um, my phone and my computer, so... I switch back. Now, I think after doing that, I don't think I could ever go to something non-iPhone. You would never try it again? I don't think so. Yeah. I just don't see the appeal in having something so big in your pocket. I know it's foldable. Yeah. But I wouldn't. I'm, you can run three apps at once when the phone's open. What the? Why? What? I mean, I don't know. I guess I've never. I'm busy, but I've never been that busy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No. But That's crazy. Yeah. What you got? All right. My turn. Um, so uh, if any of you are familiar with Lime. They are the uh, scooter scooter company. You know Lime? Lime, Bird, um, Lyft uh, had them. The things that just appear out of nowhere and yeah. nobody's behind it. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, Lime is growing at an insane rate. Like they're just going huge right now. Um, so they just hired a CFO, which they hadn't had before. And they've just been like maxing out their executive staff. So uh, they actually just got a $310 million uh, funding in their last round um, just back in early uh, early February. And now it uh, puts the evaluation of Lime at $2.4 billion. That's billion with a B. Billion? Billion, billion with a B. 2.4. Well, yeah, they, are they just um, bikes or are they? Because like, I know Bird's the scooter, right? 
Yes. Yep. Birds is the scooter. Yeah. Lime is scooters, and they originally started as a bike sharing company. So they still do bikes, and I believe so. Yeah. All yep. Right. Um. So they deployed their scooters and bikes in more than a hundred cities in the U.S. and twenty-seven international cities, but since June they doubled that number. So yeah, that's insane. Pretty crazy. Everybody should be tripping over the. Yeah, I mean, when I was in L.A., I was. Like, I mean, me and Monica were finding limes, birds, like, every foot. Every block you were walking, there's yeah. 20 of them, 50 of them. There's actually a really good South Park episode in their new season, if anybody wants to check that out. About oh, the, really? Yeah, about the bird scooters. And uh, I won't go into too much detail, but <laughs> it, it's hilarious. That's funny. Um, so they actually additionally brought on uh, this lady who used to work at Google, and she was the chief human resource officer. She used to She was at Google. She retired. And then now she's back and she's back in action at at Lime. And um, so, yeah, I mean, Lime is going big. So I'm wondering if uh, if Bird has some competition coming their way. I, I don't understand. They just make all their money off people renting it on the app. That's yeah. What, and like, how do they upkeep all these? You haven't done it yet? Right? No, 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 no. Maybe I, in, uh, I either Uber or drive everywhere. Yeah. Maybe in South Carolina you use them. No, nah, I'm in the middle of the woods out there. Oh. Towards Clemson. Oh, all right. Well. Never mind. But uh yeah, so I mean honestly they're really cheap. So they have a they must they I don't know. They I don't know how they make so much money because the service itself is like really cheap. How, like have you done it before? Oh yeah, yeah. So when I was in LA, me and Monica and I, we used them like all the time because obviously the weather was beautiful out. Yeah. And Ubers were more expensive. Not crazy expensive, but more money. So and that traffic out there too. Yeah, the traffic. I mean, it was just easier. So when we were in Santa Monica, mostly we started using them a lot between like our Airbnb and the beach and going into the third street promenade and go shopping. Um, I mean, we did like a, probably a 45 minute ride and we just like both hopped on a scooter and went like all the way down the strip by Santa Monica on the beach. And, um, and then like went into through some neighborhoods and just like, we're checking out all the neighborhoods, all the palm trees, all the cool streets, drove, uh, rode through some of the, the shopping areas through downtown Santa Monica. We were we had the app open. The ride was forty five minutes long. Guess how much it costs? Six bucks. Did I tell you that before? You're an asshole. No, is that is that really on? Yeah, it was six bucks. Oh no shit. Yeah. yeah no, I had no idea. Damn it. So that's it. Um Lime's growing big and Bird's probably in trouble. We'll see what happens. I wonder if you can uh they're public getting on that stock. <sighs> I know. What about the lawsuits that are gonna happen from all these? Oh yeah. People people hate them. Yeah. Like older people, like I've read articles and stuff where like people are just walking by and they're so pissed and they'll just like kick them over. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So there's that. Before we get into the interview here with Austin and Henry, uh, this interview is brought to you by Dev Hero. Uh, he is a local audio engineer and web developer here in Rhode Island. Um, does some amazing work, builds some really crazy websites. Um, if you want to go check out his work, it's dev-hero.com. Again, that's dev-hero.com. Check them out. Tell them Mike and Mike sent you. That's right. Hey, guys. So today we have the two founders of House on the show. Hey, this is Austin Dellen. I uh, am the director of photography at House. My name is Henry Kirstkins, and uh, I'm the creative director and producer at House. And what is House? House is a video production agency based in Providence, Rhode Island. Cool. Uh, and so give us a little background of uh, when you guys got into video. How did you get into video or creative? Want me to start? Yeah, go for it, dude. Okay. Uh, so when I was younger, um, I was super into skateboarding. Yep. And uh, I just got super into like making videos of my friend's skateboard. And mm-hmm. it just kind of became this thing where 
I just felt like I was a lot better at like making my friends look cool uh, and just like <laughs> capturing my friends doing cool stuff. Yeah. So it just kind of became my thing. And then eventually it just turned into a love for, you know, just really just producing my own content. Um, had a lot of fun editing with like different songs and, yeah. you know, just cutting up, getting, getting into the whole, the whole feel of video production. And then it became something where I was like, okay, maybe I could like do this for other brands or other companies. I never really thought about it like from a narrative film perspective, yeah. I was always interested more in like brand work and like just kind of sure. advertising, making oh, money, okay. making money from video. Right. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. And I went to, did a one year program at BU, which was kind of like more hands-on focused. And from there, I think I turned 18 and just started freelancing. Damn. Yeah. That's cool. And, and Henry, uh, what about you? Uh, I mean, for me, I went to college, I went to URI. Uh, okay. I studied communications and it wasn't until I took like a gen ed, like film one one class. And I met this professor that I started to develop a, you know, a liking yeah. for, you know, film media, but yeah. I, I, I never thought I was going to be like some movie director or whatever, you know, I, I yeah, kind of like, same here. I really was interested in like, like Austin, like marketing and just visual communications, you know yeah. what I mean? Like taking a brand and essentially running with it and telling cool. their story. That's but, uh, had a couple internships, corporate video jobs, but it wasn't until I actually bought my own. DSLR yeah that I really started to figure out like the inner workings of like you know freelancing and stuff like that so did you ever have like you know before college like how did you did something happen or did you just kind of like give it a shot like what made you get into video was it video or, or was it some other creative that before then you know no I, th I think it was video I mean I had a couple internships I worked at you were as like TV studio too so it was kind of just like in the scene yeah you know what I mean and it just kind of went from there Cool. But they have a there? pretty sweet rental house down there, too. Well, now they do. Yeah. <laughs> not when I went I there. I was talking not. to uh, one kid that contracts for us. He was um, saying they have, like, the Phantom Flex now and all those crazy cameras. Oh, I was like, yeah, geez. Right. Yeah. I wish my college had some cool Super slow-mo. Yeah. We had, like, 5D <laughs> Mark IIs. Dude, when I went to URI, was the, the film camera was a 5D Mark III. It yeah. was a, kind of a joke. Oh, really? yeah. oh boy. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. It's intense. Now, now they all have Yeah, now they have cinema cameras and stuff like that. So they're, they're moving on so, up. So uh, you guys both had these different paths. Where where did they cross? When did you guys meet? And, um, you, you know, what, what was that kind of like? So what's really funny, actually, is that Austin and I went to the same high school. Did you really? We did. Where was that? In Halston. Oh, yeah, I know where that is. Yeah, My Massachusetts. Mom, yeah. 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 So and, uh, yeah. And it's yeah. uh we didn't even know each other at all. However, when I was working at at the time FM Global, oh, which I is, know them. Yeah, so I used to be on their creative services video team. Quick plug, uh, I uh they were one of the people on that list that I sent out all these inquiries to. FM Global was one of them. Really? About like, hey, we'll do some work for you. I sent I submitted an inquiry form on their website. It's a cool company. Anyway, yeah, no, really, really cool corporate company. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, their product isn't that interesting. You know what I mean? And I, I wasn't really enjoying it. Yeah. What do they do? It's corporate insurance. So yeah. it's like, you know, uh, it's yeah. like huge, huge business insurance uh, for like, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, hey, great company. But I was definitely yeah. like trying to seek other opportunities. And I started seeing because I followed Austin on like Facebook and whatnot. I started seeing like some of the videos that he was putting out. Were first. you guys friends in high school? No, no, not I, at all. I, I've, yeah. Oh, I mean, I was, what was no, going on? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I was waiting for us to be like, oh yeah, he was such no, a loser. No, honestly, just being like the the shy kid in high school, and just you know, I was like, oh, this kid's like a couple years older than me. Oh, okay. I just thought he was a cool kid, you know. Okay. What's the? Just, um, what's I the never age knew him though. Huh? Yeah. What's, what's the, the age difference between you guys? Three years. Three right? years. I'm oh, 23. Henry's 26. So just. I saw this dude's work and I kind of was just like interested. I wanted to work with him. You know what I mean? And uh, we had a mutual friend that 
he basically even hit hit me up and he was like oh you do video too like you should you should get in contact with austin and i was like oh funny i, I i'm definitely interested in working with him and he kind of connected us what we do that like what that fried chicken commercial for Boston oh University? yeah yeah so it really started out um yeah, I had a couple projects coming up at the time when Henry hit me up, and the first thing we went in on was... Were they freelance gigs or, like, from yeah, college? Yeah, they were freelance. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. This is, is this post-college? Yeah. Yeah, okay. for both right, of us. Great. Like, he did four years, and I did one year, and, like, you know, that three-year difference just kind of lines up that way. But, um, yeah, so the first thing we did... I, I used to do a good amount of freelance work for um, the dining services at Boston University. Oh, okay. So uh, one of the projects was a Jumbotron video that plays... Um, at all the BU hockey games, it basically okay. introduces this challenge where if like the BU hockey team scores a certain amount of points, then everybody gets a free, like it's like a deal or a discount or like a free basket of chicken from Raising Cane's, oh, which okay. has a, a like a partnership with BU Dining. Oh, okay. And anyway, gotcha. yeah, we just filmed like, it's just like a, you know, a chicken tenders spot. That, that <laughs> play, and I believe it still plays on there today. I think we both found that we really connected and we had both had kind of the same sense of humor and just yeah. kind of like both both kind of got it. And yeah. we were ready to roll with the punches together, you know, right, on, right, on some right. of those early freelance gigs that you get. That's really um, cool. Yeah. And so we just did a bunch more stuff like that. And then it was like, dude, we do so much together. Like, why don't we just, you know, go yeah. in on this for real rather than being separate entities? How so. long uh, How long was it that you guys were kind of like both freelancing separately? Two years, I'd say. Two years. Yeah, oh, roughly. Wow. It, was, so, it was right around the two-year mark where I was like, all right, dude, like we... Really? We're li- yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah, we, man. We've been working together for like three years now. But it just got to the point, you know, like where I'm hiring him for my gigs. He's hiring yeah. me for his. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why it's don't a similar we story to exactly, me and Mike, yeah. but um, I feel like in uh, if you're comparing it to like a relationship, like I took Mike home on like the second date. So, or like we took, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like very you guys, nice. you guys work together for two years. Me and Mike worked together for like six months yeah. and then we're yeah. like, let's start a business. <laughs> That's cool, man. Hey, you guys connected. One way you to guys think about it. We were just sick of, uh, we were sick of someone taking all the money yeah. when we could do it ourselves. Yeah. So we were, we, we were contracted by an agency. So yeah. well, two heads is better than one man. So for yep. real. You know. That's right. And I've noticed that a lot with business and I don't know if you guys have too, that in order to split up all the responsibilities of having an actual business is awesome. Like, yeah. Being by yourself. Yeah. It's great. But it's nice to bounce ideas off someone, mm-hmm. have someone there to help guide you along. Yeah, there's a level of quality control that you don't really get uh, without having that third or the you know the like second that, person. Y- yeah, second yeah, pair yeah, of eyes, absolutely. I should say. You know, because you like you're a, working on a project opinion. and you could be editing it for twenty, mm-hmm. thirty, forty hours, and you see it a certain way, and you don't really have. Sometimes you don't have the time to like give a second set of eyes at it because you don't have the time. And so like Michael look at something and be like, Oh, maybe you should put this thing here and move that around. And I'm like, Oh shoot. I like, I didn't even see that. Cause like my brain has just been involved in this for so long. So, yep. Do you guys ever get, um, you know, like watching a edit over and over again, you ever start to think like, wow, this video is a piece of shit just cause <laughs> so, you've, seen, just cause I, you've seen it so many times. But yeah. for someone seeing it the first time, you're like, Oh, whoa, like that's a yeah. good video. Yeah. I mean, it's a funny balance of that. Like you, you, you know, I, I guess it, with any long project, something starts to creep in at one point where you're like, you know, like I really can't see this any, any other, other way. way. Yeah, so right. I need that second opinion. And like, I've learned to, uh, like when I, when something feels really good to me, like I'm yeah. learning more and more to just believe in it and continue cool. the idea. But at the same time, you know, it's always nice to get that second opinion yeah. to back it up and just, someone to be like no this really works yeah. or it's like there's like one little thing they're like hey right. like this cut doesn't work like yeah. if you change it like this 
smooths it all out yeah. you know so that's yeah. cool and i feel like i feel like as an editor too you know you have to remind yourself that like most people that see this video they aren't going to play it back a hundred times yeah. so yeah. naturally you you do get sick of it you know what i mean but you need to remember that okay for someone that watches this for the first time like is it going to have an impact you right. know so yeah. Yeah. and also on the creative side we notice things that a normal eye won't notice yeah like i look at commercials now and movies and i'm judging the framing and the shots yeah, nobody yeah, yeah. continuity yeah right yeah, right, exactly. right yeah or like the frame rate even is like i find the funniest thing like shooting something in 24 or 30 and most people wouldn't even see the difference at all and i'm like oh i notice it so much it's a frequent debate that we have here as well yeah. we're constantly <laughs> oh, we're, we, we jump around from 24 and 30 do yeah we do oh, we do what? a lot of stuff in 30 and recently we're like kind of wondering if we should bring it back to 24 a little more i don't know yeah you know what's funny you know that shoot that i went on with you guys um for that app yeah you guys were shooting in 30 yeah i started shooting my weddings in 30 because it was all web delivery yeah and I, actually i kind of like the way it looked with the I 60 because you cut it right in half and it's smooth you know? man it, yeah it, I, sometimes it. it's better than others you know what i mean there, what there, I, there, yeah yeah, yeah no, no i'm just saying every now and then like 30 kind of you, you can go unnoticed but then every now and then it looks kind of slimy you know what i mean so it's got that super smooth but it does, <laughs> yeah it looks good on the web for sure I it's think. smoother with camera movement that's what i've noticed is the big thing especially when you're shooting with dslrs like you get this weird staccato camera shake, twenty-four frames thing sometimes, and I just yeah, I think I know what you mean. I got sick of that, yeah. but now I feel like I feel like now that I know how to use cameras a little better, I could go back and avoid yeah. that issue. You yeah, know. So, do you guys have like how does it work? Uh, like, how did you guys find that work when you came together? Like, um, like Mike said, like balancing responsibilities. Like, for example, Mike's really good at like managing our finances, making sure like bills get paid, and making sure like. You know, we are putting money aside for taxes or making sure we got a little savings fund in case a camera breaks or anything like that. Like Very I cool. handle like social media and stuff. How's that work with you guys? Oh. Yeah, we kind of work. <laughs> yeah, we work in tandem, man. I don't really think that one of us has more responsibilities than the other. I mean, I'd say that we manage clients differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like cool. we might be like, for example, the 47 project that we just did. Like yep. I owned that. You know what I mean? Like I kind of I managed that and the creative direction. and everything Sure. Like that. Whereas gotcha. an Oracle project might come around and Austin will manage that and all the client communication. Like cool. we, 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 have, we might be CC'd on emails with one another, but someone's essentially leading that. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yep. That's so cool. you guys like assign a project manager to each. Pretty much. Project. It's Henry's connection like henry's gonna own that and follow up yeah and yeah all gotcha that. yeah that um, definitely works for us too yeah and definitely I, I mean of course like i feel like you guys must feel the same way you both kind of know your own strengths and weaknesses and of you course. can capitalize on that and yeah. then sort of assign certain things based on that mm-hmm. so like when henry came in i would say that he brought like a higher level of um just kind of like logistical project management cool. to the table Whereas I had just been kind of running and gunning and doing my own thing for like three years. It was like, here's somebody who comes in with like a little more corporate experience and kind of brought that to the table, which was great. And it's helped us grow. learned a lot from him. And, you know, it's like, it's just worked out that way. So what do you mean by logistical, like pre-production wise? Yeah. And, and just, just maybe uh, just more confidence in steering a project a certain way or speaking up, you know, being the squeaky wheel not letting something get by in the pre-production process that's nice. kind of a red flag where you're like, this isn't going to work. And, yeah. and I Where used, like previously you might have just been like, I'll just roll with it. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of the background I came from as a one-man band. You mm-hmm. just, you got to roll with the punches. But yeah, because you don't really have a choice yep. sometimes. As you kind of level up a little bit, you find that your opinion has more weight. And mm-hmm. if people want to listen to you, they will. Right. So 
and especially you know you're from, the expert mm-hmm. exactly that's, that's why they say. should be hiring you, you know? right so. they got it yeah i, I also it. i also ask a lot of questions so henry <laughs> i wake good. up to about 10 questions in every morning from henry that's funny. No, just kidding. But maybe like two or three. Uh, probably two or three, yeah. Yes. Um, you know, I want to always be in the know. That's something that like, you know, I don't like missing information. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's something that I try to like keep up with cool. on the regular for sure. Sounds like you guys are a good balance. Yeah, that's for good. sure, for sure. So the name of the company right now is? House. And so, but before that, it was something else. Oh, oh, let's let's hear oh, about that. Uh, yeah. Let, let's you, hear about hold that. On. I'm going to ask you, can you guys try and pronounce the name before? Ugh. So that's the reason we changed it. Hate house. Okay. Hate house or hot hot, hot, hot house. I was actually hot house. You know what? The only reason I know that I cheated actually. That's I was okay. looking at your uh, your old website today and mm-hmm. in one of the things it says we make your video look and then it was the word and hot. I was like hot cuz uh, obviously hot is go. a good thing. Well, it's funny cuz that's like an americanized way of saying it. It's actually French oat for high high like high class, you know what oh, I mean? Okay. Elegance. It's kind of a and nod ha- to like custom tailored fashion in a way which okay. we kind of felt like we were providing with our videos, but yeah. I think the message just wasn't um, as well received as we'd like. Okay. You know, we kind of tried it, tested it out. Um, I love the name. I love the idea of Hot House, but it just became like a pronunciation thing, and we wanted yeah. to just be, you know, short, sweet, and memorable. And yeah. and even with More House, simple. it's like somebody could read it Hoss or House, however. Right. Uh, Which Hoss isn't. That's yeah, no, Hoss kind of sounds boss, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, Isn't that what people call people in like Texas and stuff? They call each other Hoss. Big, big Hoss. Hoss. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, uh, <laughs> wait, what is that show? Um, the it's like I'm I'm Rick Harrison. Oh, oh, Punch oh, Pawn Stars. Stars. Yeah, Pawn Stars. Yeah, isn't like one of the dudes named Big Hoss big on Hoss. that show? <laughs> oh, I know what. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. This, my, bro, this is my son, Big Hoss, or whatever. <laughs> so, how long were you guys rolling with the first name? A year. A year, yeah. A year, we went yeah. through a full year with it. Um, and and how long of, has it been now? It's been, what, six months? Less than six months? Less. It's been yeah. two months. Two I months? Oh, two wow. months under house, yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. Cool. We, we have you had anyone be like, oh, that's better, or like anyone? Yeah, we've yeah, got yes. a lot of positive feedback, good. dude. You know? Yep. It's it just it really simple, and yeah. I feel like that's all we wanted to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're, at the end of the day, our, our goal is to make content and yeah. support other brands other than our own. So, cool. How did you get that name? Was it just from the first? Oh, yeah. Do, the... So do you want to talk about how we got Hot House and then Yeah, House? I would like yeah, to hear yeah, that. So Hot House, um, yeah, actually, uh, if you didn't know, my dad has a design agency in Pawtucket. Yeah, I've heard, um, yeah. Dellen Design. So they, they helped us out a lot with, like, the, the idea, the direction, yeah. the branding, the website, like, all the all the postage, like, everything. You cool. Know? Um, which was really great. And, like, we were really stoked on it um, and just really excited to try out the idea. And it gave us a really great platform to go a year forward and just have like a great unified brand that we're confident in. And then after the year, it was just kind of time to reassess and and see that maybe we weren't as well received with like a younger generation of people, which Mm -hmm. is really, really what we're interested in creating content for. Yeah, because I noticed what you guys do and like all your stuff is really geared towards like this young, like vibrant entrepreneurial Just like lifestyle like you were talking about before. Mm. Very cool. I I love that you guys see that vision. That's that's awesome. (laughs) Our our insights also told us that too and that's kind of why we reevaluated. It was like, I think our audience is mainly 18 and between 18 and 26. Yeah, yeah. So... That's and we cool. also like creating, you know, content for the culture as well. That's like pretty big. We do a lot of events, things like that. Yeah. Yep. So when you guys first started and I guess to this day, you guys are pretty much strictly video, all video. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely trying to, well, I wouldn't say strictly video. Our goals are definitely to kind of expand and yeah. help out a little more with like 
just overall branding, brand development, yeah. you know, design. Um, I think we're working towards that and we cool. kind of provide value where we can in small ways along the way. Yeah. That's the goal though, to kind of broaden our, our horizon as far as the content we produce. So, and so I know we've been a little bit into the whole like younger generation and lifestyle videos, but when you guys first started, were you pretty much doing like any kind of video or did you, were you able to like get narrow, like real quick? It was a lot of corporate work, you know, yeah. um, which at the end of the day, I mean, it pays the bills, you know, yeah. but it wasn't yep. really the most exciting. Mike, I feel like when we worked with you, I told you that, that, you know, we do a lot of this, <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. corporate, like, uh, yeah. you know, corporate testimonial, talking head, talking yep. head uh, yep. very cut and dry data yeah. analytic, you know, analytics type videos. So it gives you the freedom to go and do what you want. Though, exactly. When you get those corporate gigs. Exactly. So it allows you to then go in and do those passion pieces that are yep. those things that you care about more, you know, right. so. Yeah, when we started out, I feel like just as as with any freelancer starting out, um, and even even once we linked up and had our business, you know, yeah. ultimately we're still like a small business. Right. So you kind of there you are times to, where like, you have to say yes to mm-hmm. what comes your way. Yeah, of course. And sort of provide your value and steer those projects in a really cool way, even mm-hmm. if the opportunity is like kind of random or kind of yeah. like whoa, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but right. you do it. Yeah. Um, and you eventually, yeah. So it was like a broad. It was like tons of corporate stuff, tons, and then yeah you know, little, little, uh, brand work here and there and just some small business commercials. And cool. Yeah. Whatever. And so whatever how did in. you guys go about like finding work when you first started together? Were you able to link up from like previous connections or like referrals and businesses you knew or? Mm. Yeah. I would say when we first started out, um, I had been working with Oracle, like doing a lot of event stuff and a lot of corporate work for Oracle. Freelance um, stuff. Yeah. yeah. We did. It, it all started with Dellen design hiring That's right. us on for an event for oracle and they liked the video so much That's right they did they all the branding up, for yeah. the event oh, cool. and then oracle was like hey we'd love to get some video content of this we did one gig yeah and they were like stoked on us so they just brought us back it's it's been great since what 2016 so oh, yeah man they've been sending us all over the world too which is yeah. pretty cool yeah i always see on your instagram you guys are everywhere yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we definitely Thanks, travel man. a fair bit you know That's which uh, we enjoy so yeah as an independent i i did stuff with them and then obviously going forward mm-hmm. even when we weren't a company henry was on all those gigs he was yeah. like my go-to along with a couple other buddies um who you know come and go as far as like freelancers or extra extra shooters um yeah and then uh just kind of kept up that relationship still yeah. going doing some stuff for him now so That's awesome. yeah and how about other clients like besides oracle like what else what other ways were you guys like finding work um it was Word of mouth, man. I always feel like we get emails that kind of like roll into our inboxes that are like, hey, you know, I, 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 a friend of mine who we might have done a video for, you yeah. know, referred me and said that you'd be a great person to work with. Um, cool. You know, and it kind of goes from there. It's a lot of like referrals, man, I'd have to referrals. say. Yeah. A lot of, and a lot of repeat work. Like it's funny yeah. to it's it's funny to think about how those initial projects come in. It's probably mm-hmm. word of mouth, but. Yeah, a good amount of the corporate yeah, stuff. Yeah, because you, the, you get them, you know? and then they're repeat, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, how did you get that? And you're like, I don't know, we've been and working with them forever. And then the repeats you to someone else, and right. then, you know, it's... Exactly. Yeah, like you said with Oracle, it's just as long as you keep keep the client happy, they're going to keep like offering you jobs to come back. Yeah. Yeah. If they're, if they're happy, we're happy, and just keep, keep, keep the train rolling, you know? So, right now, do you guys have an office? We... Well, let's just say we have our own separate offices yeah. in our own separate studios. Okay. Uh, we both live in a loft building in Pawtucket and we both kind of have our own quarters there. Yeah. Um, and it's like, and you both live there. You... Yep. Both live in the same building, not the same unit, obviously. Yeah. Uh, we have separate lives. <laughs> We're not together all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. So it's like, oh, I'll just go upstairs and like 
crank out an edit with Henry, and we, we kind of found a funny way to even edit completely separate projects, like, right yeah. next to each other, and it's yeah. just, like, I'll, like, take off my headphones be like, hey, what do you think of this? And he's yeah. like, oh, I like it. I don't like this, and then yeah. vice versa. It's um, kind of the best of both worlds. I mean, you guys yeah. don't have to pay overhead for uh, an office space. You don't have to pay utilities, um, but you're still under one roof. I think that's kind of the best scenario. If me and Mike live in the same building, I would say let's scrap the office and just work from home. Like yeah. Yeah. drill a hole in the floor and throw an Ethernet <laughs> yeah. cable through there and you'll be good yeah, to go. Dude, yeah, it really, it works out, you know. Makes How a lot of the like communication yeah. like easy, you know. Like we, we kind of know when each other is available by now. We know each other's schedules. So it's sure. just like it's that much easier to link up and just communicate. On it's going to make it hard for you guys to uh, once your lease is up now, what's going to happen, huh? Oh, dude, I don't know. Well, well you guys will have to go apartment hunting together. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe. I'll take 504 and he'll take 404. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. But it's we'll, not, we'll figure it out. Figure it out but there. The cool part about it, man, is the fact that we have like these live work studios. Yeah. Is, um, it almost makes us like a 24 hour business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, say Austin's working on something, he can just give me a call and he's like, can you come down for a second and like yeah. take a look at this? Or, yeah. you know, awesome. we definitely tend to work late, late into the night. So, yeah. um, it's just easy to do the live work thing. One of yeah. us is at the other's place and we're just cranking on something. Yeah. And I feel like one of you could be editing downstairs and then you can have a studio set up upstairs doing a yeah. shoot. So yeah, if yep. you needed to, it's yeah. just convenience. I'd say yeah. Austin's like, he has this big room that we have like a backdrop in there. We've done oh, some cool. studio stuff at Austin's place, but uh, yeah, no, I, as of right now, I don't, not having a studio isn't hurting us yeah, by yeah. any means. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? No, I think so. honestly, and I think with technology these days, there's, so many ways around it you don't have to have i mean for the most part even us like we mostly meet clients at their their offices we're doing most of our shoots at uh on location at mm -hmm. other companies offices now we have the space to do shoots here so obviously that's great but i don't think it's detrimental i think if we didn't have it or you know didn't need this space i think we'd be okay i think yeah we'd survive. it's a nice space though yeah it's you guys, great you guys to have, have like a nice unified yeah. home base and if you guys ever need it Hey, well, you know, yeah, yeah, no, you guys got some nice gear over here. It's very organized and clean. Yeah, looks we'll good. Try. <laughs> this, edit, yeah. this edit suite, Mike, looks legit too. I love it. Yeah, you know? yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. It is nice to have a place, and you know, I yeah. think we said this on the last podcast. When you have a place to go to to work, it's you're here to work. You know, it's yeah. that mind state that all right, I'm doing nothing but working now. Yeah. See, yeah. and and that's I'd say on the that's on the, the, on the other hand, maybe to our place. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, having this live work space is kind of tough because for someone like me, you know what I mean, like. I have a problem of shutting off. Yeah. You know, I'm always like, I'm out to dinner, dude. And I am still talking about video. It's just yeah. something that just like never turns off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Henry's a, girlfriend loves that. Yeah. She, <laughs> my girlfriend, she I absolutely can't even hates imagine. It. Yep. Yeah. Um, she's very tired of hearing about video stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm never not talking about it. You know what I mean? I'm never not watching videos on my phone. I'm just <laughs> always just, you know, on or just phone. on your phone, like email or like yeah, checking just, your social media or something. Yeah. Like. I'm just very, you know, heavily invested in it. I've also been known yeah. not to sleep much too. I pull yeah. a lot of all nighters just editing Yeah, because you know, I, I have that ability. It's just like, I get up and the computer's sitting right there, you know? So <laughs> just staring at you. it's always staring at me, man. <laughs> Saying hello. I sometimes like feel bad if my girlfriend asks how my day was because then I'm like, it's going to be a long conversation. You really want to get into it? <laughs> yeah. You're like, are you ready? Do you have time for this? Yeah. Right now? yeah, yeah. <laughs> how much time you want to set aside? Yep. Um, so how's business been for you guys and um, what's the future for house? You know, give us a little breakdown on what's going on and what's going on in the future. Yeah. I would say like a couple of the main things that like have gone on or are going on now. Um, 
We just wrapped up some stuff for 47 yep. uh, where they did like a collaboration. If anyone doesn't recognize 47, the 47 the hat brand. Yep. Big big partner, the yeah. NBA and the, all, the all, NFL. All, yeah. all sports, yeah. man. All sports. Yeah, yeah the colleges cool. too. This so, awesome. so this campaign um, was actually a capsule collection, you know what I mean, for Black History Month and more specifically HBCUs, which is uh, their historical historically black college and universities so, oh okay so like you know like howard if that rings a bell yep yeah this collection was um put on just for that so cool so it was a really meaningful project you know what i mean it, it's these stories i think are really important and you guys got to travel for that one where'd you go we went to atlanta atlanta yeah. that's awesome yeah. we shot everything it? uh it was dope we shot everything at morehouse college yeah linked up with uh jersey jinx if you've ever heard of him he's on a show oh. called state of the culture oh okay did he's i get a, that right yeah yep uh, brandon jenkins jinx he's a hip-hop and youth culture commentator so oh, okay and then uh lexi too who's like a big uh you know beauty influencer oh on okay Amazon. like and how long are you guys there following. Ah, uh, what, four days? Four days, yeah. That's cool. And we shot like six pieces in four days, right? Yeah, we just a right? lot. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. Yeah. Talk an about not sleeping. Of work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, insane. Yeah. I don't, really? know, I don't think we slept much on that trip yeah. either, dude. No, sometimes <laughs> it was legit like four hours of sleep a night, which yeah. was nuts, but got it done. It was fun. Yeah, it was super fun. Had Very, you guys ever been to Atlanta before? I had once, actually. Oh, really? I yep. have not. I've yeah, no. I'd been time. once for a, like a corporate, you know, di- oh, okay. corporate talking heads video. Were you guys down there for the Super Bowl? Like, no, it was, it was, it was like right on. after, dude. Right but I got to uh, say, okay. dude, Atlanta, it reminds me a lot of, it's really similar to Providence, you know, but yeah. like obviously nicer weather and it's a bigger, bigger. city yeah, too, bigger, you know, yeah. like their downtown is like beautiful. That's you cool. Know I mean, that they got that big Ferris wheel in Centennial Park. So it's definitely a visual playground for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. And I, I mean, as far as other stuff going on, um, yeah, still working a lot with Oracle, working closely cool. with them. Just a lot of random stuff that comes in. We tend to just be their go-to for anything they need video-wise yeah. uh, that they're not going to do in-house themselves. Cool. Um, other than that, who else? Oh, we, well, we've been doing a lot for Level Exchange, so shout out oh, to Level Oh, yeah, the Exchange. music stuff. Those yeah. videos yep. are awesome. Yeah, those videos Thank are you. so cool. Thank you. I also love those little uh, Instagram story videos that you guys make. How do you do those? The vertical videos? Yeah, those I, are sweet with like yeah. three mm, shots that, and that's one That's all Henry. Thing. It looks like. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I, dude, so I'm really, lately, dude, I am so into the social video game. Yeah. And, and even what I mean by that is like, taking videos and shooting them in a way that you know you're going to scale them up you yeah. know and make them different you know yeah. resolutions and like crop you know crop factors essentially yeah. where you can maximize the real estate on mobile so that you know when you're scrolling through instagram those 69 videos at the end of the day like they're small you know what i mean but if you have a clip that takes up the whole screen you know someone's more likely to stop and yeah. take a True. look at it you know so True. um i definitely like creating like story content those yeah. triple deckers that you know, they're, they're yeah, fun. being they're, very like thoughtful about where the video is going. Exactly. And yeah. Optimizing. And I think even just like the transition sound effects you guys use in a lot of your edits, like yeah. that's, that's huge. I yeah. think that's, thank you. Uh, yeah. thank it, you. It, yeah. It's not overused. It's not underused. I think it's like perfect. I yeah. You guys wow. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah thanks. Cool. Yeah, man. Henry, Henry was definitely the, the push on the, uh, sound design. Cool. Uh, once, once he kind of got involved or, you know, once we just started working together and yeah. that was just something we both kind of worked on over the, over the past few years. So yeah, and, past few the the past year yeah we've yeah. we've kind of made a push to just get better and better at that so well i i you know and i think it kind of said that uh people tend to hear things before they see them yeah so, like sound design is very important in video and i feel like a lot of people tend to not take that so seriously sometimes. i mean it's half the video right 
like i mean i watch would, i video, would even say it's more than half like yeah I, sound plays such a big part it really does if you have a great video that looks amazing but sounds like garbage mm-hmm. someone's gonna skip it it's, they'll go yeah, over it they'll screwed. go to the next one sound design's crazy like if you take a look at some of our timelines you know that we're editing you might see this whole line of like a bunch of video clips but then you scroll down and you see all go to audio. the audio tracks. Yeah, we have like 15 layers of just like audio yeah you know? so so do you guys mainly use premiere what do you what's your uh go-to oh this, this is, is a funny this is one a good yeah. one yeah so we both edit in separate programs completely so to me so mike and Ta- i one of you better be an avid no. no, I did. You, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm leaving. Hey, I'm out. No, I'm Mike, leaving. it's okay. I feel like I'm leaving. most of the time I tell people what I edited and they want me to leave. They're Final like, Cut Pro. X. Get out. Yeah. yeah. I should just leave the studio. Just now. get well, out. You should get out of here. There's the door, Austin. Nah, hey, it was. Uh, I'm just kidding. I, I no just decided. No, it's cool. I, <laughs> I just decided to try it out in my skateboarding edit days. Yeah. When I was doing the same thing, I would edit some skate videos and I was editing Final Cut Pro, but at the time it was seven. So. Right. I actually never did seven. Really? I was always just like, "Whoa, this looks wicked old and yeah. weird." I don't know. <laughs> it was, but then uh, right. So then I just I tried out X. It yep. it worked out for me. And then as luck has it, I when I did that one year program at BU, mm-hmm. they were big on pushing yeah. um, the Apple software. So they were big on pushing Final Cut Pro X. And uh, you know, my editing teacher was like super helpful and was yeah. super nerdy. Like knew all the all these crazy workarounds and things yeah. that you can do in Final Cut X that people usually just get frustrated with because mm. the interface is totally different than it other really ones. Is, yeah, and yeah, he just kind of like got me to level up on that. And yeah, I mean, That's it just funny. works for me. It's, you know, it's what it's also like. I think it's a huge thing is like what you learn first because I. I mean, this kind of doesn't work for me, but it mostly does. I did a little bit of Final Cut 7 when I was doing skate videos, but my first internship in college with a production company, they taught me Avid, and he, this guy was like, Avid's the industry standard, which it is for a lot of big things. Like, yeah. it's one of the industry standards with Premiere. But Avid was the first thing I learned on with them, and I did it all through college because every time I went to this internship, obviously that's what they're editing on. So I kept working with them after my internship, and... So I had to know it, and so that's how I learned Avid, and that's why Dude, no, I push cool. it. No Props hate, man. You. Yeah, I used yeah. to. Edit, I used to edit Avid as well, man. I've worked for two companies that are still editing. Thank Avid. you. Yeah, I watch him edit sometimes, and I'm like, why? Why are you pressing so many buttons? Yeah. It just yeah, seems uh, like yeah. there is a lot it's of keyboard shortcuts. Yeah, yeah. So what about you, Henry? You're a Premiere. I am a yeah straight Adobe guy, man. I love the cloud. Dude. Hell yeah, I'm on your side. Yeah, dude. I mean, you, you know, Mike. It's Both just like it's out. so well integrated. You know what I mean? There's all those apps. You know, kind of work seamlessly together. Yeah, he's right. Right though, like, oh, dude. Are, we're I, on the other side true, of the fence true. there. I love <laughs> Adobe, man, because I use all those softwares, man. I use Illustrator, Photoshop, yep, yep. After Effects, dude. You know, Audition sometimes, and and they all just kind of work seamlessly together. You know, I don't have to jump around. Um, yeah, so. it's cool how like when, like you're saying, they work seamlessly. Where you bring a Photoshop file and you don't bring a png you don't bring anything and then if you want to change something right. just go and change that file and save it dynamic smart link buddy yeah, dynamic yeah. link is oh, your best friend objects. all right next topic <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i mean i was getting at that just because kidding. i was wondering with all the sound effects and stuff you guys put in your videos do you edit in audition a lot or do you mostly do that in premiere dude i'm just really good at using the effects you know in premiere you know I, they've I also ramped it up crazy oh in the yeah, past dude. Few years. yeah like I that audio a- tab up there now because yeah. they have editing audio color the audio is intense now oh yeah dude it, it's um it's a great program and i don't really use audition too much you know i every now and then but i, I found a way just to make it work all in premiere so it's kind of like 
my workflow as far as that if goes. If you can keep it all in one place, you might as well, right? Exactly. exactly. Right. Of, That's enough of that. A lot of replaying, a lot of panning, a lot of replaying again and again. Fixing so how does that work on projects where like you'll edit in Final Cut and he'll edit in Premiere? Like? So um, based on just like sort of what we talked about before, how like probably with each client, one of us owns like a certain role. Sure. And the other's sort of like, you know, the plus one to right. the project and can add value wherever is needed. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I guess 47, honestly, the 47 work was the first project where we really split up the work from editing program to editing program. Oh, okay. And it, and it did work out because Henry worked on the documentary pieces, like more of the storytelling. Okay. And I worked a lot more on like the quicker cut, like kind of product vignettes. Oh, cool. Um, All right. So it just kind of, we just do that it worked. that way, you know? Yeah. Um, I have little experience in Premiere, but really? I'm sure if we needed to share files, like I'd be able to figure something yeah. out. Yeah. Well, I also, yeah, you also, like, we found out a way that you can basically re-export oh, out yeah. Final Cut projects into XML files that can just that be can brought just right back in, and then you link them up with the source oh. files. Yeah. We so did find that. So I, when the time comes. I always thought there was, like, um, an issue, I guess, with, like, the fade-outs or fade-ins. Like, those don't carry over, right? It's just I don't, the... I don't think so, but you could just always add them in if yeah. you need to. But we, it, we, we had a few projects where... And we'll do the same thing like you guys were just explaining. Like one of us kind of spearheads the project and we're kind of controlling it to a certain extent. And, you know, that person will just take the uh, upper hand on the editing. Um, but we've gotten into projects where like I'll do like kind of the first cut and then Mike will do the second cut. I'll do the third. And then he really goes through and does the sound. I go through and do the color correction. So where some projects I'd maybe love to like edit an Avid. I'm just like, I'm just going to make this simple for everyone and I'll edit it in Premiere. So, so you guys share projects? Fine. We do sometimes, yeah. yeah, yeah there's some that he does the whole thing and there's some that don't need a crazy sound effects and I'll just do the whole thing in gotcha. Avid. But yeah. uh, like, yeah. For example, yeah. we did a documentary for a, a former Green Beret. Yep. Oh yeah, and we, we saw that. That was cool, man. You guys yeah. had a good Props. job that, man. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks. Yeah, it's very yeah. cool. And... uh on that, Mike did the first cut. I did the second cut. I think we went back and forth a yeah. bunch of times because, you know, it's a full documentary. Yeah, it was like 35 minutes. And then I would go through and do the audio. And once the audio is set, give it to Mike. Mike would do the color. Yeah. And that's kind of how we worked on that just because it's a bigger project. Yeah. And it gives It's real teamwork. There. And it goes yeah. back to, like, having that second set of eyes on something yeah. where it's like, all right, maybe we change this. Maybe we change mm -hmm. this yeah. without having to you know, screen it in front of a bunch of people right. without anyone else seeing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah right. I'd say like our, at this point, like at the end of the day, we each have our own style in some capacity, but sure. I'd say like working together for so long now, like we just kind of have at the end of the day, like a matched quality. So yeah. it's like whoever, whoever's editing it, you know, no matter what, like kind of the house style. Exactly. Is there. So like they all kind of seem the same. They're, they're very, you know, they're all kind of working in unison. So we don't necessarily have to do it that way, but right. I like, that's how you that's really cool yeah. it definitely is very like team oriented yeah yeah but i think we just have this level of trust and you know quality control at this point that we, we understand how to make our videos at the end of the day like match right, right? they don't right. know match that both of us were splitting right the work you know what i mean exactly. so now they do <laughs> <laughs> well great let's hear uh anything going on in the future any plans or any big projects coming up yeah man <laughs> just keep pushing like the the brand work, you know, yeah. and more lifestyle content. I, I'm, I'm really hoping that like more work, like 47 rolls around because at the end of the day it was corporate, you know, but yeah. it's, it's for a lifestyle brand and it, yeah. it's, it's cool. It's very corporate. It's very cool content. It's corporate because you know? they're a huge company, but it's not corporate of like the style of the video. Yeah. Their product is cool, man. They make hats and sports right. apparel, you know, yeah. so it's pretty, it's pretty sweet. And it's, it's cool. Awesome. Once they roll out this campaign, you know, I'm sure that opened doors for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hopefully towards that lifestyle. For sure. We'd love that. Um, 
yeah, I mean, we do, we haven't been doing a ton of traveling. I guess, you know, we always love to travel. Um, So that's a huge thing. Like, you know, we're just hoping for more projects where we get to experience new things and just, you know, kind of like check out a whole different world that we've never been to before. But the other thing is, I think we're really looking to work on some really meaningful, um, like local stuff. We're really trying to cool. localize and be a part of the Providence culture, yeah. and the Providence scene. Yeah. Um, and you awesome. know, from time to time stuff comes in that's, that's really worth it to be a part of around here. Yeah. So I think we'd love to just do more and more of that. Yeah. Um, it's really important to us to kind of like provide value to our current location. Yeah. Kind of. And Providence has like Providence and not just Providence, but Rhode Island just has that kind of like tighten it yeah exactly yep. and so that's like perfect big, and providence big, okay. yeah no no dude just big foodie you know city as well oh, yeah. you know like i'm really adamant about like food and beer and, and i just want to tell more of those stories you know what i yeah. mean um all right so where can people uh find your info where can they get at you so right now i'd say the best place is just check out our uh instagram account instagram. yeah we're house pvd so that's h-a-u-s-p-v-d seven letters yeah easy that's nice easy and simple and yeah you can basically there's a link to our vimeo page on yeah. there right now yeah we're, we're making a new website right now you know it's been a slow don't process. look at us yeah wait a couple months before you look at websites it. are websites take a while yeah, yeah. Not, not only that just no time. one's really paying much attention to them you know what i mean people are spending more time on the instagram you know yeah. and, and other social channels than they are on these websites instagram's essentially become like a portfolio people can see your work on instagram exactly if there's an email address there that's it and going back to what you're saying, how you're able to maximize the space on Instagram, it makes you stand out there. Yeah, too. for sure. And, and we're hoping that, you know, down the line that we can do more like you guys do more social um, video packages for clients as well. Yeah. I think that's something that a lot of companies are coming around to. You know I what I mean? So. Like they they understand the mobile marketing is huge now, dude. Everyone yeah. is on their phone, dude. Like I think 70 percent of people ingest and view content on their phones. So, oh, yeah, we got to get with the times. You know, it's kind of like that transition from analog to digital yeah. right you know, and just, just got to get with the times really. yeah. our biggest pitch uh when we go in is like all right you're watching tv at night right the commercials come on what do you do what do you do you pick up your phone yeah. nobody's looking at the tv anymore yeah. everybody's got the handheld yeah. device right in front of them right. so true yeah so you have to just change the way pitch. that you format your videos you know what i mean because you got to maximize that real estate 16.9 isn't really the the only way to be doing video right. now, you know what I mean? There's it's what one one now? Is that what well, one, one one or nine sixteen? Yeah, it's one one four by five and yeah. nine sixteen. Man, yeah. those are the three three resolutions, you know, and uh, formats that people got to get get going with. So. And for everyone listening, feel free to subscribe. Please subscribe. Uh, feel free to send us a DM on Instagram at Up in Your Biz Pod with any questions. Follow us there, and uh, stay tuned for next week. See you.